Welcome to episode uh, 162 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It is uh, Saturday, Saturday, the 21st of November, 2020. And um, I hope your week's been good, people. Mine's been holy fucking shit. I've been out and about, and I, out and about, people, um, uh, I went up to uh, I went up to Birmingham, Birmingham, um, this week, and um, had a nice little uh, had a nice little walk about. People, I ain't gonna lie to you, it was um, it was lovely. The place where um, uh, the other half, me other half, you know what I fucking mean, the other half, the old uh, traveling strife, the old uh, whatever. Cockney fucking rhyming slang dis, uh, describes the uh, um, females these days. We, we're going to have to change those, aren't we? Um, they must be demeaning in some way these days, are they not? <laughs> uh, the old Cockney rhyming slangers are going to have to uh, fucking come up with some new... Um, new uh, uh more woke uh rhyming slang than uh trouble and strife or whatever uh trouble and strife for wife that is uh to our american and non fucking cockney speaking uh fans um yeah uh the old oh yeah the woke brigade will uh, no doubt um crucify uh, cockneys for their use of rhyming slang. Uh, what do you actually mean by the word strife? Why is it strife? It just fucking rhymes with wife, you fucking tit. Um, you fucking melt. Uh, now, um, yeah, so I've been out and about a little bit. Um, I uh, had a nice walk. I don't know what it is about girlfriends and walkings, but they fucking love to walk. They love a bit of fresh air out there, don't they? One foot in front of the other. Come on, let's go and have a walk. Freeze our fucking tits off for a couple of hours and just keep on fucking walking. Here's my thing. Um, when I am when I am dragged and have to go for a walk, I'm very much a house cat. Uh, when it comes to uh anything like that, I don't mind it. I don't mind a fucking walk in the summer in the sun and stuff like that. But when it's a bit when it's a bit fucking parky out, sweetheart, you know what I mean? It's a bit fucking parky out there. Um, I ain't that keen, to be perfectly honest. So um, I uh, um, I try and get out of it. The, the thing I fucking hate is uh, about walking. You, get, you start walking and you walk, obviously, one foot in front of the other and that. And then you get to the point where you're like, oh, fucking knackered now. And... My girlfriend doesn't seem to like walking around in a loop. She likes to like walk in a... So you have to come back the same way. And you think, well, I've got... I'm fucking knackered now. And I've got to walk all that way back. Couldn't we have just walked round in a circle? So you come round to where you, 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 you originated from. Instead of having to walk back all the way back down where you've come and you thought, fucking hell, we've been walking for an hour and 15 minutes now. That means it's going to take an hour and 15 minutes to get back the same way we came. Two and a half hours out in the car. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot. I'd rather, you know, have a bike ride or something like that. I don't know. Although that gets tedious after a while, doesn't it? <laughs> 
any sort of exercise outside where you are aware away from all your creature comforts in inside. Um, yeah, I just, you know, and then you go for, and then because it's lockdown, everybody else is fucking walking. So a, you can't park your car up anywhere, like over the park bit. Uh, when you're walking round the park, or or like up and down the park as we were doing, um, and then uh, there's little coffee shops still open. You can't get fucking coffee because the queue's massive. Everybody decided. That's what the one abiding memory I have of lockdown is a queuing for shit that you don't really want, uh, but it'll just make your day slightly better, like a coffee or something like that. You know, you go, oh, let's just nip in here for a coffee. Do you remember those days when it used to be just nip in here for a coffee without a massive fucking queue, stretching for about half a mile because everybody's spaced out and everybody's like had the same idea of not bringing any shit with them. And there's people waiting in that queue and you're like, oh, do I become a zombie and just fucking wait like everybody else or do I forego the coffee? And warming myself up a bit just to suffer a little bit longer. I don't know. Maybe that's life. Maybe that's a metaphor for life. Do we queue for coffee or do we suffer a little bit longer? <laughs> do we make do we make it slightly less um, less tolerable for ourselves by foregoing the coffee, or do we give ourselves a little treat every now and again? And uh, and, and life seems a little bit better. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. Let's have a talk of the coffee. Let's have a bit of tea. Nice bit of tea there. Fucking, I was uh, I was at up the other day for drinking too much tea. This was my issue. Um, apparently, it's 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 an issue. It got to the stage I used to go up and um, uh, see Hannah, and um, and she'd make me a cup of tea and that, but she's pissed off because I drink about like eight or nine cups of tea a day. <laughs> I like to get my fucking money's worth. That's it. Um, yeah, I, I drink a lot of fucking tea. Um, it's uh, to quote the uh, what was it? Lock, stock, and this is what the British Empire was built on. He says wearing a fucking jumper with a faded Union Jack flag on it. Um, that's not a great look if you've got a short haircut and you're a white guy, by the way, these days. I don't know what has happened, by the way. Um, well, I do know what has happened to the, uh, to the old Union Jack. When I was in the, the, uh, this, this is the thing. The Union Jack now seems to be almost like the, uh, fucking Dixie flag or whatever it is. What is it? Uh, Dixie flag. Is, is that what it's called? Dixie flag. Um, is it the Confederate flag like that? Um, obviously that's offensive, uh, because of the connotations of uh, slavery and shit like that. Uh, but, um, uh, the Union Jack seems to have gone through, uh, uh, the same sort of metamorphosis, um, whereby it seems to be adopted uh, by people like the BMP and shit like that. And uh, when I was younger, in the 90s, it was sort of like that whole Britpop era, you know, Oasis, and you had Jerry well Halliwell wrapped in a fucking Union Jack and fucking Noel Gallagher playing a Union Jack guitar, and it was all Union Jacks all over the place. You couldn't fucking move for Union Jacks, and now it seems to be hijacked uh, by the racist brigade and... Uh, 
every time <laughs> every time you see Union Jack now flying from a fucking window or something, you're like, oh fuck. Fuck <laughs> okay, you. Well, I'm all right round here. That's <laughs> that's what I think. Oh, I'm going to be fine round here. I've got a Skinner and Roman White guy. Oh, fucking hell. But yeah, it's a very interesting thing. How the Union Jack has sort of like seems to have changed somewhat. We need to we need to change that back. That is not why, by the way, I'm wearing a faded Union Jack uh, uh, sweatshirt. Uh, he says, talking about what he's wearing like a first year open micer. Um, we've all done it, baby. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so I had a nice little walk. It was actually quite nice. Uh, the, the place where she lives, uh, up by Sutton Coalfield is, um, which is near Birmingham. Um, for all you Americans out there, um, it's, uh, it's fucking lovely. Like the old park or whatever used to be, apparently, this is what I was told, used to be, uh, sort of uh henry the eighth's hunting grounds for uh for um for deer rather than wives um he didn't just hang around in bushes trying to grab yeah she'll fucking do if she don't work out i'll chop her head off or divorce her or whatever um but um yeah it used to be but it's fucking massive but it's nice it's nice it's got like grassy bits and then woody bits and then little trails through the woods and shit like that but there's just fucking the world and his fucking 10 kids are up there seriously and you can tell what sort of area it is by what sort of dogs they've got it's quite it's a nice Sutton Coalfield seems to be a nice sort of like middle class it's got its shit bits and that the, the center of it it looks a bit like 70s you know what I mean it looks like a fucking flashback from uh uh, like you'd you'd see Philip Glenister pulling up in a fucking old four chord catena and fucking arresting somebody. Uh, it's a bit seventies, um, but um, but the actual uh, area itself is quite middle class, and you can tell that. You can tell how middle class an area is uh, by what sort of dogs the people have. It was a sea of fucking sausage dogs. Uh, Datsuns and um, uh, French Bulldogs. That's what it was. Now, a French Bulldog, I think, obviously, dog prices have gone up for some reason uh, in lockdown. I was looking at, like, I want to get a dog, right? Um, But the prices of fucking puppies, um, these, (laughs) the prices of puppies, uh, the prices of puppies, these, fuck me, man. Like about three grand, like about three thousand pounds for a for a fucking little spaniel or a Labrador or something like that. They used to be about a grand before all this. That's the one thing. Um, I bet, <laughs> I bet dog breeders are trying to get their their fucking popping Viagra in their food and fucking everything. Go on, son, get in there. Fucking couple of months time will be fucking loaded. Uh, because the demand has gone up for dogs because, I don't know, everybody's either lonely or got nothing to do or so bored on walks and unwilling to um, uh, interject that boredom with queuing for a coffee for six hours. So they thought, oh, I'll get a dog instead. That'll be entertaining. I can throw it a stick. That'll keep me warm and I'll just take a fucking flask with me. Um 
So the demand for dogs is through the roof at the minute. Uh, you've got people, apparently, this is apparently a thing, um, uh, people posing as RSPCA inspectors uh, going around people's houses and uh, saying they need to check on the dog and then running off with it. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake, how many, I don't know how many people have fell for that trick, um, but you've got to admire the fucking balls of it. Uh, I don't imagine that that many sort of like pit bull terriers getting stolen by that way, but things, you know, little, little faggoty dogs or whatever, you know, little, little, you know, like cheeky little, you know, things with a ribbon in their hair or, you know, like little yappy dogs. I bet they're getting <laughs> just bundled into fucking sacks <laughs> and we're off down the road. Jesus. Um, uh, but anyway, it was a nice old, uh, it was a nice old walk around there. Um, even if it was fucking cold and, um, it's all, it's all right for a bit. And then I start getting bored. There's only so much nature you can have in there. Like I've always got this sort of, um, this dream of living in the wilderness and, um, you know, out in the middle of nowhere in a log cabin, you know, wood burning stove, surrounded by trees, little river, little otters, you know, hanging around and stuff like that. You know, that's the dream to be able to do that, to be able to have the money just to do that. But I reckon, you know, after a couple of months, I'd be fucking bored. There'd be no Wi-Fi signal, no phone signal. The otters would start pissing me off by, like, leaving shit all over the cabin fucking steps or something like that or start stealing off you. That's that's the one thing with nature in there. Everybody thinks like nature, oh, it's fucking amazing. It'd be lovely to be out there in the woods. And the next minute you've got a fucking bear going through your, your, your fucking trash cans, you know, your bins and shit like that. And then that's all strewn all over the place. So every fucking day, Every fucking day, you just got to, like, clear up all the shit and all the rubbish that the bear's been through or fucking raccoons or, you know. Uh, obviously, my dream here is set in the uh, in in the Canadian hills or something. <laughs> Being as there's very little fucking wilderness left here, unless I move up to Scotland. Um, but... Um, it's, uh, yeah, and then uh, then every single day, it was like the cat shit out the front. You think, oh, I've got all that nice. Oh, that's beautiful, the front garden. And then it becomes the fucking cat shit central. So you're clearing up cat shit. You've got bear shit you're clearing up. You've got to stack all the fucking rubbish and the recycling back in the bins that the bear's been at like the day before. Beavers start chewing on the fucking wood on the side of the house and you've got eagles shitting all over the place until, ah, oh, till you've had enough of it with a bear and you just get a shotgun out and you just start fucking mowing down the wildlife around you just so you've got a, a sort of like surrounded area that you can keep pristine and nice without it being ruined by fucking wildlife. <laughs> You can see why all these cabins have got, like, bear heads and deer heads. And, it, you know, you plant some vegetables. The next minute, it's been fucking wiped out by a load of deer or rabbits or something like that, you know. And then you've got nothing to eat in the weed winter apart from deer meat, from the deers that you've got pissed off with. 
You're trying to be a vegetarian, but you're just fucking that fucked off with the animals just eating everything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like bliss living in the wilderness, but it, uh, it's fucking... Uh, I imagine it's fucking awful. And then in the summer, you have a hot summer and it's fucking flies everywhere or gnat bites down by the river. Oh, Jesus. You know, there's a fucking landslide or a flood in. Everything gets you fucking washing line with all your clothes on gets washed away in a freak flood. And you're just in the middle of hell, just craving, just craving somebody to park in your parking space because that seemed now seems like a small fucking dilemma to deal with rather than a fucking bear just wrecking through your fucking house every day. <laughs> Opening your fridge. Let's have a little, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting stressed about this. <laughs> my, my, this is what, what it gets to. When your dream isn't even living up to expe expectations. You know, when, when you've got a big dream about where you want to end up and what you'd love to do with your life. And even you're looking at that and you're thinking, oh, fucking hell. It'd be murder. <coughs> it'd be absolute fucking murder doing that living out in the fucking wilderness like that you see like the hey man we built a great tree house up here and it's absolutely fantastic and the next minute you know you move in the fucking bear moves in you've got fucking raccoons living in your fucking tree house you know, the next minute, like, illegal loggers set up. you got all day long. Oh, it sounds, sounds like fucking... <laughs> I'll just fucking sell it. Just stay here and not sell this place. Uh, that's what I ought to do. Uh, 18 minutes, people. Let's have a little bit of tea. Anyway, um, talking of... Uh, Talking of uh, Paradise Lost, here we go. Uh, not that we were really, not the. Uh, oh, fuck me, fuck off. Um, uh, I did read a story, uh, and this is a, a perfect example of. Um, uh, well, not a perfect example. It's a perfect example of poor people getting fucked over. And um, this is almost like that um, Erin Brockovich sort of like shit that was going on. And uh, thinking you're living in paradise, but you're not. Uh, Caribbean islands poisoned by carcinogenic pesticides. Now, um, it says, first we were enslaved, then we were poisoned. That's that's the uh, headline on it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, me old booty, you've had a bit of a bad run there. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna take that away from you. That is a hell of a sentence, isn't it? First we were enslaved, then we were poisoned. Jesus. That's how many on Martinique see the history of their French Caribbean island. Um, uh, to tourists means sun, rum, and palm fringe beaches. Flavor, slavery was abolished in 1848, but today the islanders are victims again of a toxic pesticide. Um, basically what's happened is people have used uh, pesticides on the island um, to uh, for the banana growing industry by the looks of it. Uh, later he got prostate, uh, yeah, one of the guys got prostate cancer and a disease that is, is common on Martinique, um, because of all the fucking 
pesticides that they use in in the like seventies, eighties, and nineties. Um, uh, and basically, it's like infected all the fucking uh, water, water, all the water on the island. But like, that's just you know what I mean. That is a typical example of big business putting um, having a, a, putting the little man down and not giving off fuck do they they don't give a fuck as long as people can turn a fucking profit get their fucking bonuses in um and um they don't just don't give a shit what happens to the little guy (laughs) they don't that is the fucking way the world fucking works unfortunately um let's have a look it says chlorodecone Stays in the soil for decades, possibly for centuries. So more than 20 years after the chemicals cease to be used, much of the land on Martinique cannot be used for growing vegetables, even though bananas and other fruits on trees uh, are safe. Apparently, rivers and coastal waters are also contaminated, which means many fishermen cannot work, and 92% of Martinicans have traces of it in their blood. Oh, fucking hell. That's mental. So it's sort of like passes down through the fucking generations as well. You just think, well, at least, you know, my asshole's rotted out. Okay, but at least my kids and my grandkids are going to be okay. My life is going to be cut short. I've taken one for the team. And they're like, uh, no, actually, uh, no, it's going to uh, it's gonna kill your kids and your grandkids as well. So uh, sorry about that. <laughs> Have a banana. Jesus. Uh, which we can still legally grow, uh, which we can grow and aren't actually infected by it. Uh, if you were more banana than you are a human being, uh, you'd be safe. But unfortunately, unfortunately, you are human beings. So uh, that's going to be uh, it's going to be a real issue for you. Jesus. I mean, people just don't give a fuck. In 1981, the French authorities authorised it. Uh, this uh, for use in banana plantations in French West Indies, and even thought it was finally banned. Um, in 1990, growers lobbied for and got permission to carry out using stocks until 1993. It was used, and it's just fucking decimated the fucking ground water and the fucking, you know. And I bet nobody ends up paying for that. Nobody, none of the banana plantations or anything like that will be like, mm, uh, maybe we ought to make an offer to these people whose lives are being cut short. Nah, fuck them. They're only poor. Don't worry about it. Jesus. Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a bit of a uh, story that I read this week. Fucking hell. I mean, the geezer looks, you know, looks very, very sick chap there. Um also, this was this was quite a good story as well. We're moving into the future, people. This is what we're doing. We are moving. We're we're going all fucking Star Wars in the UK. Watch your back, China and America. Great Britain are coming with our fucking, you know, dig out the old fucking Union Jacks, tie them around your time to a fucking, I don't know, like an aerial of a fucking radio that they did in the Falklands. Or whatever, Jesus. Bit of uh, bit of uh, bit of wind coming up there. Um, apparently, uh, this is uh, Boris Johnson has vowed the end of uh, end of the era of retreat. We ain't going nowhere, baby, anymore. Uh, we 
<laughs> Fucking hell. <coughs> Sorry about that. Let's have a bit of tea. Wash that. Wash that phlegm down. <laughs> oh. Oh, fucking animal today. Um, uh, Boris Johnson pledges laser guns as he pumps an extra $16.5 billion into the military. Have that. I know. Laser guns. Next minute, it'll be fucking lightsabers. We're going full on Sith Lords, baby. Don't fuck with us, America or China, or you get your fucking head lasered off. I know. Boris Johnson has pledged to develop laser weapons for the UK military as he announces... A 16.5 billion cash injection into the defence budget. You can see that he's watched um, some uh, a lot of science fiction films. <laughs> he's sitting at home one night and he's watched uh, Star Wars A New Hope and got just gone to himself, that's what we need. That is what we need. We need fucking laser guns. Uh Prime Minister told MPs on Thursday that replacing traditional guns with energy weapons would help solve the problem of troops running out of ammo and that lasers were among technologies that will revolutionise warfare. Um, yeah, it's nice that our Prime Minister um, is uh, thinking that we need to get around the fact that we're running out of ammo. Uh, and uh, we need to be more efficient killers on the world stage. So. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Our warships and combat vehicles will carry directed energy weapons, destroying targets with inexhaustible lasers. For them, the phrase out of ammunition will become redundant. Um, sounds pretty cool, actually. Uh, Mr. Johnson said his defence modernisation package would end the era of retreat and upgrade our capabilities cross-board when it came to the armed forces. Yeah, but it's not. It's not going to end the era of retreat because we're not going to be the only fucking country that has these weapons. Or, the you know, um, everybody's... If everybody has... Uh, the same weapons, the playing field again becomes flat and even, you know. Um, wars, <laughs> I can just see wars going on for centuries. Just centuries, just people taking, you know, behind rocks, just like popping up every now and again, firing a laser beam, popping down again. Jesus, they're going to be there. If it's inexhaustible, they're going to be the longest wars ever. Everybody, uh, <laughs> fucking hell, just holding up cigarettes, seeing if they can get fucking light. Uh, he also said the UK's new aircraft carrier, HMS Queen Elizabeth, would next year lead a task group to East Asia in a challenge to China. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, challenge in China that the Prime Minister described as our most ambitious deployment for two decades. Oh, what are they going to do? Just sail by and go, come on then, give us a shot. Uh, we shall deploy more of our naval assets. Hello. In the world's most important regions. Jesus. I tell you what, though, the old laser guns does sound fucking wicked. I want to see. Have they actually developed this uh, laser gun development? Or is it just a mad fucking idea where he's gone, laser guns? We could do with laser guns. Um, 
as he actually laser weapon is a directed energy weapon based on lasers. After decades of research and development, as of January 2020, uh, let's have a look. Uh, direct, including lasers, is still in the experimental stage, and it remains to be seen. How the fuck do they work then? Pulsed energy projectile. Laser based directed weapons are being developed. Oh, come on. Boeing's airborne laser, which was constructed inside a Boeing 747. Another example of direct use of lasers as a defense was researched for the strategic. Tell me how it works. That's what we want to fucking know. We don't want to know the fucking. Um, a Dazzler is a directed energy weapon intended to temporarily blind or disorientate. Okay. Electro laser first ionizes its target path and then sends an electric current down the conducted track of ionized plasma. Something like lightning. Holy fucking shit. It really is like the Emperor's fucking hands. In Star Wars, it functions as a giant high-energy, long-distance version of the taser or stun gun. Uh, pulsed energy projectile or PEP systems emit an infrared laser pulse which creates rapidly expanding plasma at the target. The resulting sound, shock and electromagnetic waves stun the target and cause pain and temporary paralysis. Is that it? We're just going to give somebody Bell's palsy? <laughs> Is that going to be it? Every just stuns them on the ground. And then what do we do? Just go in and sweep up all the uh, all the enemy like that. I thought we were going to be like proper laser guns. You know what I mean? Like the old Star Wars, you know, stormtroopers walk uh, running about and shit like that. But clearly not. Clearly not. It does sound exciting, though. That's the way I want to go out. Be the first person shot by a fucking laser gun. Uh, Jesus. Uh, what are we on? 30 minutes, people. That is... Um, Jesus, I've talked some shit in that, haven't I, eh? eh? Um, that is uh, episode uh, 162 of the Ben Briggs podcast. Um, if you have any questions and want to contact me at all, it is just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Um, have a good rest of your fucking weekend. Uh, the rest of Saturday and the rest of Sunday. And I'll speak to you on Tuesday. Take care.